Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. First and foremost, y'all, I am, um, I'm like thinking about how it's kind of like my last podcast. Um, for this cycle, I'll be doing something new within the next couple days. But what's going to happen today is I'm going to give you an overview of the Jake Paul and Nate Diaz fight, kind of my take on it, what I think about it. And then I'm going to do my last episode probably on Monday or Tuesday of this cycle. I will not be able to do a podcast tomorrow. Even though it's my last day, I'll be traveling, going to a wedding, and it's just going to be crazy. I'll be up from 5 to probably 5, and I have a quick turnaround back to Denver, so it's going to be crazy. So, let's get into it. So, I want to start this podcast with kind of an intro from Shane Gillis, who is, in my opinion, a phenomenal comedian, kind of doing an impression about Nate Diaz. Nobody on earth is better than Nate Diaz. Yeah, that, that checks out. That's like your ever. number one guy, right? Nate Diaz. You always say, like, if I can hang out with one dude You can sports. hang out with one athlete, yeah. Nate Diaz. Bro, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> it was everything I wanted. I walked in, it was him just shotgunning a seltzer. <laughs> I, got in, I got in there late, and he was like, yo, get him one. And we walked outside, and he front kicked a stranger. <laughs> so Nate's like, everybody that comes up, he's like, let's get a picture. Yeah, f*** you. Like, all that. And then one dude walked up that was, like, jacked. And Nate Diaz just immediately was like, yeah, you want to run up on us? <laughs> so as soon as Nate called him out, obviously the dude was like, right, right. Then what's he gets up? Mad, yeah. And Nate immediately was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and then obviously his boys jumped in and like pulled him apart. While they were pulling him apart, he threw a front kick. As soon as we walked away, he's like, that mother was like talking. <laughs> and I was sitting there like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> totally, like, man. I mean, from Nate Robinson to Nate Diaz, Jake Paul continuously fights and improves, in my opinion. Now, this fight was a really interesting one. Um, you know, what's happening is Jake Paul's coming off a loss as it relates to fighting Tommy Fury, um, who is Tyson Fury's little brother. That that fight also, you know, whenever we look at that fight, we break it down. I mean, Jake Paul looked like he was exhausted. He looked like he wasn't himself. He looked like he felt really uncomfortable. And Jake Paul, in that aspect, um, looking, thinking about tonight, before I get into it, it really shows probably where he was physically. I know he mentioned when he fought Tommy Fury, he wasn't feeling very well, not to make any excuses, and it went to the judges, and um, in my opinion, that fight could have won anywhere. Like, I don't think Jake Paul really lost that fight. You know, we think about Tommy Fury being a legitimate boxer, a legitimate fighter, and now Jake Paul, in my opinion, is a legitimate boxer, but I'm just saying his his rise to fame was different as it relates to being a YouTuber which in the end of the day really, in my opinion, doesn't matter. So getting into the fight tonight. I watched this fight and I can honestly say whenever you looked at it, I mean, you had a knockdown from Jake Paul. We look at Nate Diaz fighting style. It's kind of like this um, Mexican fighting style where his hands are held high. He was getting Jake Paul a lot in the clinch whenever he was kind of getting the inside game was going well. And um, Jake Paul just continuously worked the outside game, getting jabs, getting hits. He had one one jab, I think, probably in the fifth round, fourth round, where Nate Diaz leaned in and Jake Paul was able to hit the forehead and uh, drop him. 
then it's kind of like we saw the classic stuff from, you know, we think about um, the Diaz brothers, how they lay, you know, what they're doing in fights, how they're kind of creating, antagonizing their showmanship as it relates to, at one point, Nate Diaz pretended like he got knocked out, um, you know, going through and doing things like that. And that could have been him just kind of getting winded. So what's crazy about Nate Diaz, what we have to understand is he's a triathlete. He um, runs and, you know, does all that. So he has a lot of gas in his tank. Yo, Jake Paul in this fight legitimately looked like he had gas for days. There was a couple times where in the clinch, Nate Diaz popped him. And uh, you could see he got a little bit wobbly. But, like, I know a lot of people think these fights aren't real. But it almost looked like he popped him and wasn't Nate Diaz popped Jake Paul as a result of hitting him kind of... um you know, went into maybe potentially hitting him. So the fight went the full 10 rounds. Um, it was a good fight. Jake Paul had a lot of gas in his tank, and he would, in fact, win as it relates to a judge's decision. But looking at Nate Diaz's fight and then uh, looking at Nate Diaz's face in comparison to Jake Paul's face, I mean, that right there will tell you how many hits were, were, were really connected. And I think at one point, Jake Paul had connected about 21 of his shots, Nate Diaz 16, so Jake Paul's percentage rating was higher, but obviously Nate Nate Diaz can eat those punches as well. You know, we know Jake Paul for having this knockout power as it relates to knocking out Tyson Woodley, knocking out Ben Askren, knocking out um, um, Nate Robinson, the point guard for the Knicks. So it's kind of like, it's kind of crazy to see Jake Paul, in fact, take on, get to this point and fight in this fight. And I can honestly say Jake Paul looked like he was a legitimate fighter. Like, we think about the last fight when he fed Tommy. And Tommy, I mean, Tommy was scared that Jake Paul was going to beat him. We obviously know that. And if Tommy met the Jake Paul tonight, it would be a whole different story. But, you know, the thing about Nate Diaz is that dude's so tough. You know, and even if he couldn't, you know, the thing about him is, you know, we know he retired from the UFC, you know, incredible legacy, incredible fighter. And, you know, the thing about him, though, is like he has the ability and will that is different than most people. So he even if he wasn't as um, in shape as Jake Paul, his will is really what's going to keep him in the fight. But. You know, Jake Paul came in very, very prepared, you know, and, and you can tell that he used that last loss to really push him over the edge. And to fight, to beat Nate Diaz in this boxing match, which was not rigged, I mean, it was a good fight. It was probably, in my opinion, too, one of the most entertaining fights we've seen out of Jake Paul so far, even Nate Diaz. We think about the Tommy Fury fight to me was a little bit flat, um, the Tyson Woodley flat fight. You had a lot of situations where Jake Paul kept clinching a lot, kept clinching, clinching, and then eventually towards the end got that iconic knockout. Um, but obviously, you know, tonight was a different fight, setting a different tone, and it's going to be interesting to see where Jake Paul goes. I mean, for um, Nate Diaz, I mean, he was, when he left the UFC, you know, we all, everyone knew, or what they said is, He's really wanting to get that Jake Paul fight in order to make that Jake Paul money. Because Jake Paul probably, you know, Jake Paul pays way better than the UFC. And probably, 
I wouldn't be surprised, this is going to sound crazy, if Nate Diaz tonight made just as much or more money in his entire UFC career. Um, just because those are the types of payouts you get when you fight Jake Paul. But we saw him against Tommy. You know, it's like the only question is like, you know, we're looking at Jake Paul's fighting style kind of change. You know, he was popping all night. He was, I mean, he didn't look tired, but we still didn't get that knockout. And I almost wonder if he could have knocked out Nate Diaz because it looked like, you know, I mean, he knocked him down. He did knock him down legitimately. So he could he could have knocked him out if he probably caught him right. But all in all, in my opinion, a phenomenal fight, a great fight night. Um, kind of wrapping up, it'll be a little bit of a shorter podcast because once again, I have been moving and just now getting comfortable but we have to wake up in the morning and fly out. So I'm going to keep it short. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do my Mastercast tomorrow. Um, August 6th is the final day of podcasting 365 days. Full circle moment for me. You know, kind of getting in and doing this consistently and seeing like the chapter close and open up. I think it provides a lot of really good perspective. And, you know, you just have to keep pushing. I mean, I think... You know, people want to talk so much mess about Jake Paul, but it takes a lot of balls to go in the ring and fight Nate Diaz and win as a quote-unquote YouTuber. It's like I think by now Jake Paul needs to start getting the respect he deserves and people need to stop calling him a YouTuber and start calling him a boxer because, you know, Nate Diaz is going to think differently about Jake Paul. That's just That's just it, period. You know, and we just need... Jake Paul to get another Tommy Fury fight, you know, because if Jake Paul beat Tommy Fury, then, you know, no one could really say nothing to him. You know, he's fighting all these people who are fighters, you know, and, you know, you look at his weight class, he looked fit, he looked good. I mean, Jake Paul had a lot of gas in his tank. I mean, that man must be like a hybrid because I don't know how he's able to just keep going. He did look a little bit winded, but his face didn't get as red as it did in the Tommy Fury fight. I mean, he looked, I don't know what his conditioning plan was, but he looked really good. You know, Nate Diaz too, but it's like Nate Diaz got tired and he runs triathlons. But we think about the age difference. I mean, Nate Diaz is 38, um, Jake Paul's 26. And I really think that probably Nate Diaz wasn't putting as much time and effort in the fight. But that's my fight recap. Thank you guys for listening. And I will get back to you on Monday. I just remember there's a couple more points I wanted to address. And I want to play an audio of the sound of the arena whenever um, Jake Paul was able to knock Nate Diaz down for the, I think for the eight count. I mean, that thud you hear is actually the glove hitting um, Jay, uh, hitting Nate Diaz. But from a branding and marketing standpoint, like I'll be interested to see how much money this generated. The fight took place in Dallas, and there was 10,000 arena. Everything was sold out, so people are still wanting to see Jake Paul. Um, I think it's going to just keep building more and more and more. It's going to be tougher probably for Jake Paul to find people who want to fight him. Here's something I thought that was super interesting. If you guys listened to my podcast before, you know I've talked a lot about Prime and Logan Paul, his older brother, and how he's a 10% shareholder and I've, I've talked about how I, I think he continues to lie, lies about it and the company he's affiliated with as it relates to prime has had some legal issues watching this fight it was really 
interesting because Celsius, which is the competitor energy drink, probably growing quick quicker or as quick as Prime, was sponsoring the fight as well as sponsoring Jake Paul. So I thought that was really interesting that they really wanted to sponsor this fight. And as a result of seeing what Prime has done as energy drinks, you know, Celsius wanted to rise to that probably marketing occasion and kind of push it and sponsor this fight. So I thought that was something that was really, really interesting and uh, stuck out to me. What else? I think that is really it. I know I said I was going to do a brief description, but I wanted to hop back in here and kind of give you guys some more information and tips as I'm closing it out. But other than that, um, so just kind of playing right now as I'm doing this podcast, Nate Diaz is doing a press conference, and I'm going to play you a little clip. It's hard to hear what he said, but I'm going to give you a little recap of that and then go from there. right here because i cannot understand what he is saying um but i think what he they were trying to get a feel for his thoughts on jake paul you know was jake paul kind of a good fighter and what he said in the fight is you know he's athletic he's strong and he hits really hard but it ain't nothing he's never seen so you know it seems like nate diaz wasn't necessarily super impressed with jake paul coming in and speaking very you know not really a lot about him but that doesn't surprise me you know it's not like Nate Diaz would ever come in and say anything positive about the guy. So with that being said, it's interesting. You know, it's interesting dilemma. I'm going to see if I can wait a little bit longer. Uh, I'll wait a few minutes to see if I can get Jake Paul's response. So Jake Paul's not on yet, so I'm going to go ahead and close it out. But I think probably one of the more interesting things that Nate Diaz was saying is like he's not that bad of shape. You know, after he gets done with the UFC fight, he's generally more beat up. His body it takes longer to recover, and he's stepping out of his fight, and he feels feels pretty good. So that's interesting. He says his knees aren't as cut up or his leg doesn't hurt. So that's an interesting point about fighting. But that's all I have for today. Um, like I said, I will be doing my last, I guess technically my podcast on Monday, giving an overview of the last year of podcasting just because, I know, I might even push it out to Tuesday. I just want to take a little bit more time. And get the audio, but we'll see what happens, or maybe I'll do it tomorrow. So we'll see. So I will see you when I see you. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll get back to you next time.